Hello, beautiful people. I hope you're all well and thriving and living your best life. I just went on to make an Instagram story and then I realized I will end up literally talking for 10 minutes. So I thought I would bring it to a podcast instead so I can deep dive into this topic of which is very relevant for... I guess all of us who are seeking to better ourselves and particularly at the start of the year. I think the start of a brand new year is an opportune time to set yourself some intentions to create a sense of momentum. Now, a lot of us may be suffering from the need to isolate from having COVID in general, but I still think if you are healthy and alert and awake, (laughs) it is an opportune time to set yourself some goals and intentions for the year ahead, especially if you're frustrated that you can't get out to the gym, you can't get to the supermarket or whatever it may be, and you're feeling really stuck at home, you can absolutely set out a good framework for you to leave ISO and get straight into. So I'm going to start by addressing a few things that I've heard across the week from my clients when I've asked them about their 2022 goals. And a lot of it has come with some really, really great goals, but a lot of the goals needed a lot of work. So for example, they were quite vague, quite hazy goals and goals of which weren't measurable. Like I found myself asking my girls, you know, how will you know when you've succeeded? You know, saying I want to do more reading or I want to meal prep more or I want to be um, healthier, skinnier, whatever it is, you know, fitter, stronger. A lot of these things popped up. How do you measure that? How will you get there? Why do you need to achieve that? Why do you want to achieve that? What are your limiting behaviors and factors right now? So a lot needs to be unpacked. And I thought that this topic would be something that I could break down into three main points to consider. So point number one will be about unpacking your goals and making sure that you understand exactly what the goal is, what needs to be done and how you know you have achieved it. The second point I want to discuss is a topic that I like to call band-aid goals. So recognizing if the goal is actually serving you or actually what you need. And then the last point that I'll cover is looking within and understanding why you may not have achieved this goal previously or in other years. So getting straight into it, setting your goals in a smart way. So looking at the acronym SMART, S-M-A-R-T, for your goal setting, you may or may not have heard of this framework before. It is very, very user-friendly and a great way to create your goal, really, a great framework to follow. So starting off, you need to create a specific goal. So I've heard a lot of, I want to be fitter and stronger and focus on my body's abilities this year. And that's a beautiful goal. However, it's not specific. You know, what does that look like? Where do you want to become fitter? What type of training? How will you know that you have succeeded? Now, is it measurable? So following that M in the acronym. So how are you going to measure your strength or your fitness? Is there a number? Is there a weight that you're going to lift? 
And then going down to the A, is it achievable or attainable? Is this actually realistic considering your other values, your lifestyle, uh, etc., your current situation? going on. Is it relevant? So is it relevant to you? I will cover this further on in terms of have you set the right goal for you? Uh, And then timely. Is it timely? Do you have a time structure? When do you anticipate to have achieved this goal? And, you know, not just looking at the end point, which could be months from now, what do you need to do between now and then to tick off along the way to sort of say, oh yeah, I'm on track. You know, I've hit these process goals along the way, you know, whether that's once a week type uh, achievement or once a month so that you are ensuring that, you know, once all of these successes compile, you will have achieved your overall end goal. And I honestly believe without this sense of structure, people will not achieve their goals. If there is not a plan in place, you can't expect to be celebrating your success. You And as I said before, most importantly, what when do you know that you've succeeded? What does that actually look like? It's a very sort of nebulous goal, very hazy. Uh, and you absolutely do deserve to achieve that. Now, we want to look at why you've set yourself that goal, why all of a sudden you want to be fitter, you want to be stronger. So what has inspired you? What has prompted that goal? Now we need to ask ourselves a question and that is, is this actually enhancing my life? Is this actually moving me forward? Is this complementing my existence? Is this making me better? Is this allowing me to find my higher self Or is this goal a band-aid as a means to hopefully be happier? Or once I achieve this, I will feel better. Or once I achieve this, I'll achieve this. Is the goal minimizing a feeling or an emotion that you're struggling with at the moment? And I believe if that's the case, you're not actually going to be happy until you are happy without having achieved the goal, if that makes sense. So we need to have a sense of self-compassion with where we are right now and simply look to move forward, right? Rather than move forward in punishment or rather than move forward in a way that we hope will get us to where we want to be. You know, ideally, Goal setting is a form of self-mastery. You know, you're already amazing. You are just making yourself even better, okay? And I honestly think that if we're setting ourselves goals that we don't actually align with, we are constantly in a state of restriction and a state of deprivation, right? We feel as though we have to go through a period of unhappiness to find happiness, you know, and therefore the brain will not be adherent. The brain will think, oh, she's just punishing me. I feel super restricted. So all I can think about is going back to default and going back to my old behaviors of which we're comfortable However, I think there's a great sense of motivation and momentum that comes out of a goal that is there to 
ascend you and move you forward. So an example of a band-aid goal would be a need to diet or a need to uh, pick up a hobby or a need to act in a certain way just to appease other people or just to fix something that may be broken or as I said before like heal or minimize an emotion okay so if that is you and you're probably thinking about this goal out of a sense of stress you know a sense of urgency like oh my gosh I quickly need to fix this or I need to quickly fix the COVID kilos that I've gained. And once I diet, I'm going to feel so much better. I will be happier once I've dieted. Okay. So you're creating a band aid over the true root cause of the issue, which is you had a poor relationship with food or a poor relationship with the socializing over the Christmas period. Okay. And I think by not addressing how you can navigate through social settings, then you're going to come up with the same, I guess, issue next Christmas or the next time you have an event or after the diet has completed. So I did make a podcast recently, my recent podcast on navigating through social events. And this doesn't just apply to the Christmas period. This can apply to any social setting. So if you haven't yet had a listen to that, I think you would get value out of that also. And of course, you can set yourself fat loss goals going into the new year. Of course, it's a great time to set these types of goals to build that sense of momentum. There are a lot, there's a lot of hype around your fat loss transformations at this time of year. Absolutely. And by all means, go right ahead. But I really think it's important to look within. Are you trying to minimize a feeling at the moment or could you set some additional goals around your sense of self-worth, your relationship with yourself, relationship with food, uh, knowledge around these social settings, okay? All of these things will contribute to not only sustaining the overall desired goal, but also creating a goal that's ascending, that's create, that's moving you towards your highest version of yourself, So I'm going to read through a message from one of my clients when we were talking about her goals for 2022. And I honestly felt so proud of her because this is such a growth mindset. She's really looking to forego her current feelings, even though she may not be feeling her best self right now. She's looking to forego those feelings as a way to eventually find her highest self. Okay. So what she was saying was my goal this year is to work on accepting myself and work on this journey to be healthy mentally, not just physically. I spent so much of, so much of my time thinking becoming skinny will fix all my issues, but deep down, I know that's not true. I just want to feel healthier within myself. Sounds so cliche, but I'm so over dieting and all that crap. So I'm going to really try and not focus on the scales and just focus on doing things that make me feel good. I love that. Yes, girl. Amazing. How beautiful. And you can really see how that language is such a compassionate way to speak to herself. And those goals are taking her somewhere, right? They're not minimizing a feeling. It's beautiful. And then obviously we unpacked those goals and we came up with 
three goals that we can stick to each week, which will contribute to that goal, uh, taking into consideration her current lifestyle as well. So, you know, it doesn't have to be crazy. The daily non-negotiables, like a priority list of things that are so simple that, you know, there's no, (laughs) it's not appealing, you know, it's not going to make anyone any money by selling these things, but it's so simple that it is going to work for you. And we came up with just simple goals, like drinking at least two two liters of water a day, packing your lunch every day and making an effort to move your body every day. And these things are so simple. They are so achievable. They are specific. They're quite timely uh, and they're measurable, everything. Amazing. We love. Um, And all of these health seeking behaviors are going to contribute to this identity of someone who is health seeking. And once she is consistent with those three habits every single day, she will convince herself that she's a health seeking individual and she will seek to add additional healthy habits onto that. And it continues to compile. And oftentimes when we do just practice our health seeking behavior each day, our body composition does sort itself out, particularly for overweight individuals. Okay. And it does so without that added pressure and that bullying that we put on ourselves as a form of punishment to fix something or to minimize that negative emotion. Lastly, I want to talk about looking within, okay? What are your current limiting factors and why may you have failed to have achieved your goal previously in previous years, in previous new year resolutions? And I can totally say that that has been me. I remember even in high school, like we used to have to write our like goals for the year at the start of like a new school year. And it was always to like be healthier and fitter and lose weight or something like that. Or, you know, just like, I don't know, I'll eat clean, like just crap goals, right? And they really, in hindsight, it was just setting yourself up to feel really crap because I remember going into the end of the year and I was thinking, okay, this is the year that I'm going to feel this way. You know, what I know now is that I need to have a great sense of self-awareness in order to achieve that goal, as well as having knowledge and having a plan as well. But Looking within, and I think there are four main pillars that we can assess within ourselves to really determine why we are not progressing. So first of all, number one, our belief systems. Number two, inner dialogue. So the language that we're speaking to ourselves. Number three is your self-critic. And number four are your values. Okay, so I'm just going to unpack these. So starting off with your belief system. So belief systems can be influenced by many different things. I have actually really unpacked a lot lately with my clients about belief systems that stem back from their childhood uh, experiences. So, you know, maybe their mom or something had spoken about her particular body image around her kids and at that age that's just all you know all you know is to pick apart yourself all you know is to watch over the scales or for another example I've had a few clients we unpacked that they remembered that when they were younger they were always forced to finish everything that was on their plate and they weren't allowed to get up off the table until everything was finished and now 
many years later in their adult life, they have this belief or this tendency to finish everything that's on their plate because that's all they've ever known, right? And they really struggle to break that habit. So moving on to your inner dialogue. Now we can create our own limiting beliefs. We can tell ourselves a story out of a lack of confidence and a lack of self-belief or out of a means to protect ourselves. you know, a limiting belief, oh, I can't, I can't achieve that, you know, or I'm not worthy of achieving that, or that's too hard for me. You know, these are all things that are not true, but they're our own biases that are really just self-sabotaging ourselves, which also largely relates to point number three, which is self-critics. So are you telling yourself those stories that are holding you back? Okay. Are you bullying yourself? Are you really picking yourself apart and forgetting to celebrate your wins? Are you again, setting goals out of punishment or are you setting goals without a sense of self-compassion or self-love for where you currently are? Or are you constantly, I guess, um, embarrassed or ashamed of the type of person that you are. And whilst that does create a need for change, I feel as though it doesn't set you up for a healthy relationship with the goal or a healthy relationship with growth. From here, it's important to recognize that we all have an inner critic and our inner critic is there to protect us. Most often our inner critic is literally not you. You know, it is just that voice in your head that is there to say, oh, should you really do that? Um, but it's important to recognize that you are not your thoughts. You can absolutely feel them out, ride the wave, acknowledge that they're there, but Don't let them stop you from starting something that you want to do. Don't let them prevent you from progressing. Don't let them lead you to say no to opportunity or to feel like you're the victim in the situation, okay? You are not your self-critic. You are so much more powerful than that. Now, moving on to point number four, which is your values. You need to have your values aligning with your goals, okay? There is no point setting your goal around something that you don't feel that you believe in, align with. And as a result, your brain is just not going to proceed you forward. You are not going to set out on your plan because deep down, you don't actually want that for yourself. It doesn't actually align with your beliefs and you will end up just going back to default. You will end up going back to your old behaviors and habits that felt like they were closer. You felt more in touch to. Okay. So Within that, we do need to transform our identity to make change. However, it needs to be on our own terms, okay? You don't have to go to the gym and train weights to achieve your goal if that's not what you want to do, okay? You don't need to be keto to achieve your fat loss if that doesn't align with what you value, okay? You don't need to continue in a relationship if it doesn't align with your values, if they don't align with your values, Okay, so it's not like an accessory to your current identity, all right? It is not just a little phase. It's not just like, oh, I'm, I'm going to go to the gym and that'll be my New Year's resolution. You will say to yourself, 
I am going to be a gym goer. That is me now. Okay. This is what I value. This is me saying what I do, doing what I say. And I really align with it. You know, this is me. I value all of these things and that's why I've chosen it to be my goal. Anyway, so in summary, guys, take some time applying this three-step framework to any of your goals in any facet of your life, whether that be within finances, relationships, within your mental health, your nutritional health, or within your training and your fitness. You can absolutely apply these things to create a better understanding and awareness of yourself in order to create goals that align with you and goals that are going to stick. You will achieve them. You will succeed by this time next year, and then you'll be able to set a whole vast array of brand new goals on that quest to finding the highest version of yourself guys so thank you very 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 much for listening i appreciate it very much and if you did get value out of this please feel free to share it along with your loved ones and or post it up on your instagram story i would really appreciate that support as well thank you so much for listening stay safe stay healthy and happy and i'll catch you in the next episode